Welcome to Views from Stadium Boulevard. I'm Harley Johnson. And I'm Hannah Harshi. And we're back for another week of your favorite Michigan sports podcast. And this week, we're your favorite Michigan sports podcast. I don't like, I didn't have anything else to say. I was say. like, <laughs> oh, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. Beep, 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 breaking news. <laughs> we have breaking news. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I've never had broken news before. We're also not actually breaking the news. Harley, just say it. You have stunned me into silence. That was very uncomfortable. <laughs> Duncan Robinson, aka probably one of our, like, favorite players ever to play for the University of Michigan. One of them. I didn't clarify, like, the number one, but, like, one of Top them. Top ten, for sure. Yeah, I'd have to say that. Um, was announced that he's going to be in the three-point contest for the NBA All-Star Weekend. And, like, We're that's thrilled. huge. He's a sophomore in the NBA, and to be invited is, like, a really big deal, and I'm really excited about it, and we've, it's breaking news, we and it's way better than, like, having to, like, remind ourselves about Tuesday night and the oncoming Saturday afternoon. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> also, we've believed in Duncan Robinson from day one. Well, all like, Michigan fans have, but, like, it's, about, it's particularly, particularly in mm-hmm. his three-pointer. Yeah, we've always been like, no, he is like. It's like one, one of the, the prettiest thing in like the game. Yeah, yeah. honestly, it's like it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So 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 excited for him. Super proud, obviously, as a Michigan student, soon to be alumnus and fan and uh, friend. Sure. Yeah, I think we are. Mm-hmm. So congrats to you. Um. So I guess we'll just hop into the last two games that we've had. Mm-hmm. So we played Rutgers um, at Madison Square Garden. We won, which was nice to see after, like, I think it was two in a row. Good for us. Two in a row. Yeah. We, um, wow. Rutgers was wow. 25. I honestly didn't think that we would win, but we ended up beating Rutgers by, like, what? What was it? You know, we did not include the score in this, but just trust us that it was more <laughs> than more points than Rutgers It scored. was, like, 69 the box score, two. if you want that. 69 to what? Um, 69 to something. It was like 57 or something, 58. This is the best. <laughs> <laughs> we have literally put all the stats in our outline, but apparently the score is not a stat. Michigan Rutgers basketball. Oof. <laughs> Feel free to follow along with this Google search at home. Oh, 69, 63. All right. I was okay. like, it had to be closer than we that. We knew that already, though. We were just trying to see if you guys knew. That's a good point. Uh, but, yeah, Michigan yeah, sure won because they, they like to win at neutral sites this year, I guess, is their MO. And it was, like, it was a good win, which is kind of, like, I don't know, embarrassing that it was a good win, but it was it was a feel-good like restored our belief in this team, encouraging. Cause I before the game, we I shot was, better than we did against Ohio. Yeah, so let's look at and we held that, Rutgers to twenty five percent from three. I don't know if that was like us in our defense or like Rutgers just wasn't hitting anything. But I'm gonna say it was our defense, and also they only shot thirty two percent from the field to our forty six. So like, shouts out to us because we we're like let's make some shots today, and Rutgers was like perhaps not. Um, still pretty weak from the free throw. It's kind of really... Our shooting in general it just is... just bums me out, you know? <laughs> yeah. The I, the things that this team... Like, this team is just really missing someone who can shoot, which is one of the most important components of basketball. And it is... It does... It bums you out because also 
they're missing open shots a lot of the time. I think yes, that's the most frustrating thing about it because it's not. It was a not, whole thing on, sa- on not Saturday, probably on Saturday, but on Tuesday. Like, we had so many looks and just. Yeah, they're good. Like, that's the thing is, like, they're creating these shots. Like, it's not like our whole offense is falling apart. We just don't have any shooters. And I'm just like, it's very Duncan, disheartening. please come back. It, it is. It's disheartening. It's frustrating or because like, this Iggy team is better than Charles. they look. Literally anyone on any past <laughs> roster. This is just the worst shooting team I've ever seen in my life. I think I told Han the other day that I missed Mar, Mel, and Duncan. Mostly because, like, once... Well, when they left, we were kind of nervous. But then we had, like, Iggy, Charles, and Jordan. But then Iggy, Charles, and Jordan all left, along with John Deline. And we're like, all right, so we have no shooters. And we still we have no shooters. Like, hoping that, like, Franz and, like, Isaiah Livers would step up. But here's the thing. When we went from Mar, Moe, and Duncan, we were like... How are we ever going to replace that? And then when we moved on to the next year, which was Charles, Jordan, and Iggy, Iggy that was like, oh, this still isn't as good. Like, we were complaining about that. And now we move on to this year when it's like, I can't even point to who it's supposed to be. It's no. like someone else steps up every game. That's true. Isaiah Livers is injured, but even when he plays, like, he's not a shooter. Like, he shoots better than most, most players people. on this team, but he's not a shooter. There's really no one... We thought there was maybe a chance that John Teske was becoming a shooter. That's just flagrantly false. (laughs) Like, there's no one. Eli Brooks has his days. I mean, they all have their days. I'm looking at this roster. Like, they don't all have their days. Some of them have days. But, like, none of them are consistent. There's The shooting on this team is just so bad. It's it's not great. Um, I guess if we had to, like, summarize, like, not Ohio State, but, like, Rutgers and Nebraska, Brandon Johns really put on a show for us. And... I think a lot more people were comfortable with him um, in his role since, like, he took over the starting position, obviously, for Isaiah after his injuries. Um, So having him, we weren't really comfortable, but, like, those two games, like, provided us a lot of, like, comfort. Um, He just looks a little more, like, aggressive and, like, attacks rim more, looks pretty decent from a perimeter, like... um, I think he was out, like, to an okay start against Ohio State, but he got into foul trouble, so we, like, really didn't see him that often um, after that, um, which kind of stunk because he was, like, on such a, like, upswing from mm-hmm. the previous two games. But it's just encouraging to know he has that in him yeah. at all because we're kind of starting true. to question, like... Because everyone was, like, hit or miss with, like, Brandon Johns, and, like, we kind of like him. Well, we just... I think our thing is people get really upset about various Michigan players because yeah. they're like, like what what does Brandon Johns add to this team? He's bad. But we're just like, they're all really fun. So we're never really down on anybody. <laughs> like, when the rest of the Michigan fans are like, oh, I hate this guy. We're like that with football. We will, oh, I guess you're like that with Eli Brooks. I was like, but, I, <laughs> I was just like going to wait for you to see if you would like reach that conclusion because I was I just, just like, I don't know about you personally, but like I can like relate to like Michigan fans on the level like picking like one to be like the center of my anger and it's like, I just feel like with football we're the we're the most critical football fans of all time and then with basketball we're just the biggest homers we're like no they're fine the, <laughs> it's it's a rebuilding year it's a rebuilding year we're gonna be fine uh we can move on to Ohio State I guess it's a rebuilding year it, Michigan it really is football a has been year. in a rebuilding year for five years Michigan Six. football has been in a rebuilding year for eternities like Legitimately, my whole life. Let's not go down that road. But it's hole. funny because they literally every year people genuinely like, say it's a rebuilding year. year. Like Anyways. it's not even. Oh, how many years Get away can you from rebuild? That. Get away from it. Get away from it. Okay. Stop. Ow! I just punched myself in the eye. Okay, so we played Ohio State um, on Tuesday. It's rivalry week, so we have them. We had them, and we have Michigan State on Saturday. So back to back dual whammies for us. Um, 
Big Ten refs strike again. And they on weren't both sides, but yeah, they weren't really calling a whole lot, really just letting the two teams play on Tuesday, which like for some instances it was like whatever, but on more than one occasion, we we're just like, where is this call? Um, but then of course, like what a lot of people have been talking about is how they kind of decided to like make a call that changed the sway of like not sway, the like tide of the game, um, with about two minutes left. Um, so Xavier gets fouled, but on his way down because he's, like, falling. I don't really know, like, the whole thing because I probably wasn't paying attention because any of the time that any player tries to, like, fall down, I'm like, please don't hurt yourself so I look away. Um, <laughs> but Xavier, whether he did this on purpose, I don't know. I would say, like, as a human instinct, I would, too, grab for someone's jersey as I am falling to the ground. Um, the jersey tore, so, I don't know, something young had to go get a new number. Um, they called it a flagrant against Xavier. Um, Ohio got... So, Ohio went to the line and uh, went up, and then Eli, like, missed some, like, defensive opportunity, and Ohio hit his, this crucial three with, like, a minute or something left. Not even. Um, so, we were down, like, what was it? 61-58. Um, and so, we had, like, three seconds left. Um... And of course, we had to, like, drop a play to, like, see if we could, like, tie the game. Um, which we did not. So, obviously, we lost. But it really just turned the tide of the game because after calling a flagrant, they shot the free throws and got the ball. So, it just kind of, like, stunk. So, <laughs> um. Uh, did you feel like the game felt winnable, though, during the majority? It did. I, okay. It I was, like, back and like forth. I we were going to oh. win. I never. But, like, you know it was, those like, it was back and forth for a while in the second half, and, like, we could never maintain a lead. I'm pretty sure it says that, like, the highest, like, the, the biggest lead we had was three. But, like, we kept it close the entire time, and I'm pretty sure, like, these teams are pretty evenly matched, like, started off on a hot streak and just kind of, like, tanked really hard. That's but, like, big I think that's why people were so mad about, like, the call is because it really did change, like, how the game was going because it was just, like, really back and forth between the two. And, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I thought it was winnable, honestly. Maybe. I'm but, like, just... not bringing it down to, obviously, a three-point shot with, like, no time left. I didn't think we could force an OT. So, like, when that happened, I was like, all right, now we've lost. Um, but before then, it, everything felt – well, before the flagrant, everything felt pretty winnable to me, honestly. I just wasn't optimistic, and that might just be me looking back on it retrospectively, but I, like, some games you have, like, I don't know, either you maintain a lead the entire time, but you just don't feel like you're going to win it, or you are trailing the entire game, but you just, the entire game, you're, like, completely confident that you'll come back from behind, and this was one of those games where it was close the whole time, Michigan didn't have a lead too much, but, like, they, it was close, it was always within a couple scores, and I, I don't know, it just, like, it didn't feel like we were going to have the momentum to, like, go ahead and win it. But, I don't know. Obviously, like, it was winnable. There were, like, a couple moments that could have changed the course of the game and didn't, or changed the course of the game in the opposite direction. But it didn't it didn't feel like we were going to win. We don't like to win at Chrysler anymore. That's, that's last year's team. <laughs> well, I think we just couldn't get it to, like, more than – a one score game like if we could have gotten to at least a two score three score game like we could have had it in the bag we just kept trading with Ohio so like and then 
everything else, so we couldn't yeah. really recover from that, in all honesty. Um, but on that, like, sour note, I guess we can, like, touch on the fact that, like, what was weird is that we don't really have, like, shooters, and we are like, no, this team isn't, like, really known for their shooting, but Xavier Simpson had three <laughs> three-pointers on Tuesday, which was he insane. Did? He did. Don't remember that. Um, I do, because it was insane because it's Xavier shooting from the three and you don't want to see it ever but he made three of them. It's like the reverse John Teske. You definitely don't want to see John Teske <laughs> shooting from three. Although he shoots he, like he does pretty often. 15% so. from three. It's so bad. I um John Teske and Xavier were both pretty quiet in the first half um which like is really weird from your most senior members of the team um so it was just really led by like Franz and Brandon in all honesty. Um, Franz the Franz had a million rebounds. Yeah, I think that's like where we would notice him the most was just the amount of rebounds that he got. He did have eight points on the game. Um, people are really frustrated with Franz is shooting, but honestly, he's a freshman playing like thirty minutes a game, and like it's asking a lot from him. Plus, he's Franz, and like y'all need to chill. Y'all need to back up five steps because you think that Franz is supposed to be the like shooter that we like need, which is like asking a lot from him and also like maybe like that's not his role and like yeah he could have made some easy like open shots but like a bunch of people had like missed layups and like it was just insane all around so like going after Franz is just stupid because there's a bunch of other people too um but I guess we should like also highlight like Austin Davis's role he had 14 minutes um on Tuesday had 11 points and he looked way more aggressive down low than John Teske did and I guess I want to open up to you, like, this whole John Austin Davis debate. Uh, okay, so yeah, John Teske had, he played for 35 minutes, which he's been playing. He plays a lot. Yeah, he, in, in the past, like, he's been playing pretty much the whole game. Austin Davis, 14 minutes might be some of the most minutes he's played. Um, but, so he, he played for 35 minutes, was one for seven from the field, like, really no stats to speak of in this game except for, like, six total rebounds is, like, his highest thing on the box score. And then Austin Davis comes in for 14 minutes. He is four for four from the field and um, three for three and free throws. So, yeah, I don't know. A lot of people, and obviously it's not just about shooting. There's more to it there. But a lot of people are saying maybe switch up the minutes, start giving Austin Davis more minutes. I don't think anyone's really calling for him to start. That would be very, very dramatic. But, yeah, I, if, I'm not opposed to Austin Davis starting to get some more minutes compared to John Teske, but I think, given that it is a rebuilding year, I would rather put some stock in developing some players who could eventually take over for John Teske. That could be Austin Davis next year if he stays for a fifth year, mm-hmm. um, and I guess it's looking more and more likely that he will, but I don't know. I'm still kind of... Like, Austin Davis kind of feels like a Band-Aid solution from, like, that we have no centers after John Teske leaves <laughs> because Austin Davis isn't going to be here forever, and he's old. So developing, like, a Colin Castleton would be nice. But I guess if we're assuming that what's-his-name, Hunter Dickinson, is just going to come in next year and take over at the five, then maybe Austin Davis can get more minutes this year. That was really a non-answer to your question about <laughs> who should be playing more. I think it was just more, like, not, I don't necessarily think, like, Austin Davis starting would be, like, that would be pretty much a shock at this point. Yeah, I don't think anyone's calling for that. 
if you wanted to, like, I don't know, get more from John Teske, like, maybe you should, like, like, kind of light a fire under him. But yeah. Yeah. Because you can't be, like, that quiet as a senior. I'm pretty sure you're, like, your co-captain. Like, what Which, are you doing? Okay, I have another question just about this team is I really don't know who the, like, emotional leader is, who's motivating them in the locker room, who's leading even on the court. It's It should be John Teske and Xavier Simpson, and mm-hmm. I'm obviously not in the locker room, but I'm not seeing much leadership from either of them. Mm-hmm. And it, I also don't see any leadership from, like, you know, there's no, like, it doesn't seem like there's any, like, bench player who's, like, really lighting a fire under, under everyone and motivating them. Like, I just don't, I think this team is lacking leadership. In a year when you have a first-year head coach, too, it's not ideal. Yeah. Um, especially because, like, that would help a lot with the burden of, like, all the change for, like, the younger guys. Like, I don't really know what's going on there. But, um, I don't know. I, I honestly, like, with Austin Davis's contributions, like, John Teske has to step it up, in all honesty. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, like, you, we don't want to be going into, like, the final few weeks of Big Ten play and the Big Ten tournament, which is, like, how he's playing now. And, like, especially, like, how he's getting, like, outplayed and, like, just missing, like, like, you're right there. You're right there. He like, he seems like... I don't know what... Yeah. I This is complete, like, a complete... Like, I there I have nothing to he's back this up. He's easy shots. He, he feels unmotivated lately. I think so. He just, he seems to, yeah, I don't know where it comes from. see it in his play. Yeah, he just doesn't seem as, like, excited to be, I don't know, maybe, I mean, from a human perspective, it makes perfect sense. He goes into this year as, like, a senior captain, projected to be, you know, one of the best players on a team that at the beginning of the year looked really good, and then you find out this team just isn't that great, and it's probably his last year, like, yeah, you're gonna be less motivated, but you gotta figure that out. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, like, in terms of next year, if we get, if Austin Davis returns, depending on if he's going to be grad student here, to be a fifth year, I think that would be good for Hunter, honestly. Especially, like, a lot of people think he would, like, start out right, but, like, I think Austin Davis would be pretty good at keeping um, Hunter, like, motivated and, like, doing well. Um, and... It's, but also, like, it gives room because there's, like, not a whole lot of depth, like you brought up. So you can, like, kind of, like, move, like, maybe Colin or Brandon in just to, like, help in terms of developing, like, Hunter um, at the five. So Yeah, I would be all for Austin Davis taking a fifth year so that Hunter has some more time to develop. Other mm-hmm. than, like, I don't know what the roster situation is and the number of scholarship spots that we have left and who's planning on transferring. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like, the the way, like, we see it as common folk, like, it looks like Austin Davis is going to need to transfer, but there could be other people, or transfer, or, like, graduate, whatever he wants to do after his fourth year, but, yeah, yeah I don't know, we'll see. I don't know, we'll see. Just, the his emergence this season has been, like, he's played a lot better than, like, we've seen him in, like, two minutes that he's played Which is, like, before, but, like, it kind of, like, like, Juwan Howard is supposed to be, like, great at developing centers, so it kind of makes sense, except for, like, can you do that to John Teske? Like, I, I don't know. Apparently not. Apparently not. Um. Okay, <laughs> superlatives? I guess we should move into superlatives. Okay, so we have a really great superlative this week. 
Harley, who won Franz of the Week this week? Me. Oh, uh, no, you're not any Franz, so, so you're ineligible. Like Franz? <laughs> yes, Franz won Franz of the Week. <laughs> um, would you like to say the next one? Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, Big Ten Freshman of the Week after his contributions in Nebraska and Rutgers was our very own Franz Wagner. Shouts out to Franz. The Franz, the Franz, the Franz. No man is more important than the Franz. Except for, like, Juwan. Okay, so, like, <laughs> just, like, a little side note. Uh, I think I've actually said this before, and it's, like, not funny enough to say twice. It's probably not even, like, interesting enough to say once. But, like, Franz, John's, and Juwan's all rhyme. Thanks, Han, for that contribution. Yeah. I can't wait to listen to that back. It's okay. Great. Icon of the week. Goes out to Hannah Hershey and Harley Johnson, co-hosts of Views from Stadium Boulevard, <laughs> as well as Franz Wagner, who is a current player on the University of Michigan <laughs> men's basketball team. You don't, obviously, like, that needs no explaining. <laughs> Perhaps it does. Mostly because uh, I want to tell the story. I cut that out, but we're icons, just know it. Okay, the next one. Harley. You're such a loser. I'm so I'm so Cute bad. Of the week. <laughs> uh, Karis LeVert posted a picture of him and Jordan Poole after the Nets Warriors game. They did a jersey swap, and it was like super cute because I love Karis LeVert like a whole lot, and obviously like Michigan, as a, like fan base loves Jordan Poole. I'm not really saying that he's like my favorite, but like I love <laughs> Karis LeVert and like Jordan Poole's like. There. We have kind of like random players that we're like not as high on as everyone else is. Everyone loves Kara Slipper. Everyone loves Kara Slipper. Like, no, that, but everyone loves Jordan Poole. And then that's true. We, I love, we like, love Jordan Poole. I picked one, I guess. Yeah. You can only have one, I guess. We, mine's we do Slipper. love Jordan Poole, but we love Kara Slipper. All right. So we wanted to pick a team giggler, the person on the basketball team that giggles the most. And this is a side of controversy which, because some people didn't believe me when I said it was David DeJulius. Which, like, it, it's... Maybe it's just from, like, day to day, like, if you saw him around campus, he probably is. But, like, I guess if you were looking, like, in Chrysler, it's probably... CJ Baird. CJ. But we so we opened this up to debate because original so the team giggler originally we said was David DeJulius and then we who did the ones you guys say it was he like brought in another name that wasn't CJ it wasn't who was it I don't know I don't know either he said someone else and it was like not really reasonable I think. Or maybe he didn't say anything, but he just said it wasn't David DeJulius. Maybe that's what I thought wasn't reasonable. But we decided on CJ Baird. Yeah. I guess just, like, to, like... If you guys have any... Appease the masses, it's CJ. But if you guys have any other ideas of who the team giggler is, if you have an in... It's probably us. Yeah, we're not on the team, but we are gigglers. Maybe we (laughs) are. That kind of makes me... We giggle a lot, so... We do. It only makes sense. Um, this is also kind of a site for controversy, depending on who you ask. Yeah, this we're not award. asking, so... We're telling. <laughs> we're telling. <laughs> um, the best high school musical. Harley and I actually have, like, the same opinion on this yes. in order, and whew, it's a hot take. <laughs> Apparently it is. But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. The best high school musical is three. Mm-hmm. And then one. 
and then two. Two is the worst by a long shot. But everyone that I know is always like, High School Musical 2 is the best one. And I'm like, no way. And they're like, yeah, best soundtrack, best movie. I'm like, no. Okay. High School Musical 3 is by far the best one. The soundtrack in High School Musical 3 is phenomenal. So good. And the movie is just, like, so sentimental. Like, plus, like senior year, like, and, like, these are all the last time you'll see these characters. And it didn't, like, suck. Uh, so, like, so it's good. so good. It's it so it is a little confusing though how it's like a musical, but it's also like life. Well, I think that's the point. Yeah, is because like <laughs> it was high school musical and it's like musical was their life. Anyways, yeah, but um, we always think of the scene at the beginning of the movie, um, when they Troy Aww. only has sixteen minutes left as a wildcat. Aww. And, and oh, you're gonna include this, but like not the other story. Okay, the other story Boo. could involve specific people who know me. Anyway, maybe you don't maybe. know because you didn't say who they were. I don't know who they were. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, so like we don't need to share this detail. I don't know what detail you think I'm sharing, but anyway, I we know can exactly what you're sharing. Is it? Do you think that's embarrassing compared to the other stuff we share around here? Who wants to like picture us doing this? So lame. If you watch, okay, here, here's here's your homework. Share. Watch High School Musical three. Just watch this. This happens in the first like five ish minutes. No, of just the movie. just search on YouTube the music video for now or never. Okay, and or then do you'll that. Know. Which you'll is know. basically the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah, that's true. And then when it happens, just picture instead of Troy, it's Franz. <laughs> and then you'll get. Well, it, it. could be anyone. We've, we've I'm pretty said, sure we picked Franz. We've said John before though, when he it was, was like, definitely Franz. Okay. Okay. Or maybe it was Isaiah because he got hurt. No, it, it was, was Isaiah. Isaiah. It was yeah. Isaiah. Okay. Yeah. So, one or the other. Um, <laughs> obviously, so the first one is, like, OG, so. Yeah, no, the first one is, like. You can't make it last. It's so good. But the second one. It's just okay. It's just, like, so mediocre. Also, I had it on DVD, so I watched it probably, like, 30 times in one summer. So, I got sick of it, and I'm still sick of it. <laughs> But the best One Direction album, we have differing opinions on this, but, like, mm-hmm. we're not too, like, set in stone. Like, I like your opinion, you like my opinion. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, best One Direction album. Mine is four. Mine is Take Me Home, Yearbook Edition. I actually don't know which songs are on the Yearbook Edition that aren't on the original edition, but that's um, what came up on Spotify. She's Not Afraid. Oh, that's a good song. Um, maybe it's mm-hmm. No. I have it actually pulled up on my phone. Yeah. Let oh. me give it a... Um, actually sure. I have I brought this up before I feel like I have that four is my favorite one direction album I think I have but anyway. is that like a thing that you like I just want to like make sure everyone knows about it because it's so good and it's also like the last album with Zayn on it so obviously mm. it's amazing oh is Zayn not on he's not on made in the am That's oh, when he okay. Left. okay anyway um best member of one direction so I, we were, like, discussing this on the way to Chrysler on Tuesday. That's why it's part of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we reached the conclusion <laughs> that it's Harry Styles. Yes. So best member, former One Direction, I guess. And if you want to hear our reasoning, like, just let us know because it could go on a minute, so I don't think we're going to, like, very go true. into it on the podcast. But, but, I'll, like, but also, if you came up to me specifically, I would say it's Zayn. Mm-hmm. But, but if, like, if we're, like, together, I'd say it's Harry. Which is, like, I also, like, I personally have an affinity for Niall. Not yes. more than Harry, but I do like Niall a lot. But, like, so, like, but with Harley, I, like, understand that, like, Niall is specifically a me thing. And, yes. like, Harry is more of an us thing. Agreed. 
Okay. So moving on to other Michigan sports news, mm-hmm. which like there is some, and some of it does not involve Michigan sports. Um, a first one is Glenn Robinson the third and Trey Burke are both on the 76ers now. They um, Glenn Robinson got traded from the Warriors to the Philadelphia 76ers, so now we have a favorite team. The Nets. Yeah. <laughs> no, the Heat. The Heat. I have Honestly, a Heat jersey, heat. so the Heat. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's very cute that Trey Burke and Glenn Robinson are on the same team. That's true. We love Trey Burke out here. Yeah. Who doesn't love Trey Burke? Although, like, Glenn Robinson was on the same team as Jordan Poole before, and sometimes in the starting lineup with him. That's true. So, like, either way. I mean, I guess the the overall summary here is that there are a lot of Michigan basketball alums in the NBA. So, like, wherever you look, you'll see a Michigan. And honestly, if you look at the list of the Michigan players that are in the NBA, like, that list is just, like, so pure and, like, amazing. Yes. Like, if you look at them compared to, like, the Wolverines and, like, the NFL, like, <laughs> I would take the list of the NBA, like, every single time because I would love, like, I love all of them, basically. That's so Like, true. all of them in the NBA. I have, like, an attachment to all no, of them. No, literally all. I want all of their jerseys. I want to, like, be best friends with all of them. I want to, like, go out for dinner either, with like, all of them the 2013 team or the 2018 team and it's just or like, like somewhere in between not really but it's like mostly those two mm-hmm. are like the predominant like wolverines in the nba and like those obviously those two teams hold a very special place in all of our hearts so that's very true that's probably why like wolverines in the nba it like far outweighs the wolverines in the nfl okay so the next two news pieces i want you to rate on a scale of from one to zero to ten how much we care okay okay um, the police say Xavier Simpson hit street pole in Ann Arbor af- hours after game versus Illinois. So maybe this was, like, more pertinent, like, a week ago. When he got suspended and we wanted to know why. Yeah. Yeah, but now, do we care? It's, like, a four. Four? Okay. I was gonna give it more of, like, a two, because... I care for his safety. That's true, I care for I also for his care safety. for, like, knowing for why he was suspended for a game. Yeah. Also, like, there are other reports that he was driving Ward Manuel's car, which that was weird. We were we I didn't click on the article, so I'd, yeah, we don't we don't know why. Sure. <laughs> but, um, it was it was like Ann Arbor News or something. It was something like relatively credible. I think it was M Live. Um, okay, twenty twenty three star tight end Nick Patterson flips from Michigan to Princeton. Do we care? No. No, we really don't care. It's like a three, like a three star. Yeah, he's Jay's brother. So like when he first committed, we we're like. Oh my gosh, this is so great. Like, it's running in the family. Shay loves Michigan. His little brother's coming here, too. But then, like, Shay turned out to be, like, eh. And then his experience at Michigan was, like, really eh. And then his brother was probably, like, oh, I can actually just, like, go to Princeton. And then nobody will bully me for having the last name Patterson. And I'll get a better education. I was like, that's honestly what I was thinking. A lot of people were like, no way. Like, he's not leaving just because we all hated his brother. I'm like, honestly, I wouldn't want to show my face if y'all, like, talk the way you did about Shay. Yeah, I'd I mean, be so mad to come here, too. Well, just be like, how dare you? Don't know my brother like that. Brother still goes here. But the other thing is that, like... Well, if, that was more like John O'Corn's flack than, like, Wilton Spade, to be honest. And also, if Nick Patterson had the opportunity to go to Princeton, like, I'm not presuming anything about Wilton Spade's brother. Like, I have no idea what his options were, but, like... A lot of times, like, being able to play on the football team, like, gives you an opportunity to get a really good education at Michigan. But if, like, you have, like, Ivies on the table, then, like, Michigan for the education is no longer, like, a selling point, if that makes sense. I guess if you're going for, like, school 
and yeah. just like football on the side. Yeah. I would go Ivy. That's what I'm saying is like. But also, like, you have to watch Ivy sports. Yeah, Dang. and the, they'll get like, um. Like, imagine Ivy Bobby's basketball. Protested. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the first thing that came to my mind. I was like, oh, so he's going to Princeton. And I was like, ooh, that means Ivy basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much ooh. basketball he's going to be watching. But I would be, so, like... Who from Gossip Girl went to Princeton? Oh, I was thinking a Cinderella story. Oh, yeah. I actually... Like, Princeton it. Girl. Such a good we movie. We watched that recently, didn't I we? I love that movie. Um, Probably. Anyway. Mark D'Antonio retired from Michigan State. This was, like, news. D'Antony? D- Mike D'Antony. D'Tony? M- Mike? Mark- Markle? <laughs> Markle. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Everyone was like, this is shocking. He just received a $4.3 million bonus, and then he just all of a sudden up and retires, and, like, he doesn't have to pay back the bonus. It's guaranteed, whatever. The day before signing day. The day before signing day, no less. But literally, like, back in September or, like, October, like, one of those months that, like, football season takes place in, I was Mm -hmm. talking to my dad. I'm like, when do you think that um, D'Antonio is going to get fired? And my dad's like, well, first of all, he's not going to get fired. Like, they wouldn't do that, but he's going to have to quit. Like, he's not good anymore, and we're like – True, but he's like he gets this like million multi million dollar bonus in January, so like he wouldn't quit till after that. And I was like, oh okay. So I thought it was just a known thing, but apparently that was some sort of inside scoop from my dad. I mean, it it was like a known thing. Like my dad didn't actually have like a tip. Like you could look that up and find it out. But mm-hmm. I thought we were all assuming he was gonna quit after that bonus because the way my dad phrased it was like that's for sure gonna happen. I mean, it's probably a combination of like bad, but also like he's probably at. I don't know. I feel like MSU has to, like, have something, like, sh- oh, hidden under a rug. So, like, 100%. he stepped down to, like, avoid the hot press that will probably be coming out, as I assume it will be. Well, it just already because, started to. Yeah, just, like, the way the program is. Yeah. I wouldn't want to inherit that firestorm. So, Godspeed to whoever is taking that job because you are in for it rough They also, experience. like, kept him on staff, which, like, makes me think that... He there's, has information that he, they do not stuck. want. Like, yeah, there's stuff that will probably be coming out, and that's why he stepped down. There's stuff that came out like an hour before he stepped down. Um, it was all just like very Michigan State. It was yeah. also reminiscent of another local college that's about three hours away from two years ago. Um, I don't know if Mark D'Antonio had headaches, but if he did, I hope he feels better. Not really. I'd be a jerk and cover up all this nonsense <laughs> for ever. Gross. There was also a Super Bowl. We did watch a Super Bowl. There Chad Honey won. He got a ring. And like Shakira and JLo are there. And like some other people. Yeah. But yeah. Like, that's all I care that's about. Moving okay. <laughs> <laughs> on to Crib Corner. <laughs> Alright, so today was signing day for football. I don't really know who's now a part of the 2020 class, but for National Signing Day, mostly, but probably I assume all the, like, receivers and, like, respective, like, maybe, like, a running back or something. I don't know. Welcome to Michigan, everybody. And, um, I saw this, like, tweet about, like, two more people, um, that had a crystal ball for Joshua Christopher. Um, it's a five-star for uh, 2020 basketball. I sent you his tweet, right? So, yeah. He was like... <laughs> that was funny. He tweeted... 
I, I can't remember. He tweeted, like, something, like, very generic, and mm-hmm. someone replied. Oh, something about ice baths, and then someone replied and was like, they have ice baths at Michigan, confirmed Joshua Christopher to Michigan, and then he retweeted it, and he's like, Michigan fans are crazy. And we were like, yes. true. Also, if you're like, come join us. Yeah, I was like, if you're used to it now, like, it won't affect you as much when you're actually here. Yeah. But at least he notices. Not that I condone tweeting at re- recruits, but he notices us. Aw. Mm-hmm. Come to Michigan. Yes. All right. So up next, like I said, rivalry week continues. So we have Michigan State at noon on Saturday. Um, uh, what are they? 14, 15? Who knows? They're in the top 20. I don't really care because I don't like them that much. Um, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to be real about it. Michigan State basketball is like the same tier as like Ohio State football. It's just up there. Um, I don't think things are going to go that well. <laughs> no, so rip to the season. Won't. We don't have Isaiah. We don't have an offense. We have no shooter. Um, yep. Cool. Yeah, there's like really not much we can hope for except for just a stroke of luck. I like, and also like Michigan State has off days for certain. That's um, true. So I can't remember who they laid the egg against against this year. I think there's like at least two. They've laid a couple of eggs, but also like they lost to Penn State a couple of days ago, which wasn't like. It was a close game, but still. That's kind of an egg. We could have beat Penn State. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't make any promises. But there is just so much parody in the Big Ten. Like, yes, um, whatever they're called, the Michigan State people are. Sparty? Yeah. Like, yes, they're significantly better than Michigan, but, like, I don't know what significantly better means in this Big Ten that's, like, an absolute mess. It's kind of true. Is anyone in the Big Ten good? Or are we all just, like,. We're either all bad. really good or really bad, and that actually goes for college basketball across the board, not the not just the Big Ten. There's literally no way of knowing I who's think good and who's the bad. The Big Ten is like a case study of like the overall. It's like a microcosm. Yeah, of, of the like, state of college basketball. The current year. Yeah. Just like every is everything terrible, or are we also good that we're terrible, or we're also good that we're in? I think we're all good? terrible. I think we're all bad. Yeah. I think that, like... Everyone's in a rebuilding year. I think Michigan's team from last year could be... And, like, Michigan's team from last year wasn't that great, and I think they could be, like, most of the top ten teams this year. Let's put, like, a random hot take. Um, yeah, Rutgers but, in the Final Four. All right, oh, okay, my random hot take <laughs> is... Uh, hmm. North Carolina doesn't make the tournament. I don't think that's a hot take. Okay, is that, like, an accepted thing? I know they're really bad this year, but, like, what would happen if North Carolina didn't make the tournament? Like, I think the sky would fall down. Yeah, but they, like, there's no reason that they should. Like, buy a lotto ticket. (laughs) Yeah, this is, like, I'm so excited for March. It'd be, like, the same level of, like, Alabama not being in the college football playoff. Probably. No, it would be, like, Alabama not making a bowl. No. No. They it'd be like be Alabama making, not making like the, the like, playoffs. No, it'd be like Alabama making like the Red Box Bowl. Because there are way more spots in March Madness than there are in the, in the pick college a, football playoffs. Pick a different Randall one. Because Rutgers, that's too like. That's mm. too hot. No, it's not too hot. Because Rutgers will probably definitely be in the tournament. You, but you said Final Four. Yeah. So who, I want to pick another one that's Final like four? super random. Hmm. Who in the Big Ten do you think could make the Final Four? The Big Ten? Yeah. Like, if you had to, like, put your money on some Big Ten team. Mm-hmm. Illinois. <laughs> just just you just, like, pull that out of nowhere? Mm-hmm. No. Um, Illinois I literally is still ranked. Okay. Maryland's stupid. MSU makes me so mad. 
Penn State also makes me mad from that one time that like John Beeline got a technical and got thrown. I know, out. right? And, like, I think I, about that I still, every time. It makes me so mad. I can't. I can't think of anything else when I see Penn State, but that moment and also when we lost Iowa. I don't like Iowa mostly because. What about Wisconsin? They, oh. they don't have a team left. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. That is a good joke. That's a good joke. I hate Wisconsin basketball. <laughs> it might be my least favorite team in college basketball. Really? Yeah. Wisconsin? Yeah. They just annoy me. It's like, dang. You're picking that out of, like, the Louisville's and of the world and, like, Kansas. <laughs> I mean, uh... And Michigan State. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Wisconsin basketball. I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, they're just annoying. Sure. But so are, like, all the teams that I just listed. So. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> what about, like, Duke? I don't know. Okay. AirPod update. Do we have an AirPod update? Did you go to class today? Yeah, I did. And I walked by to try and see you, and you weren't there. Oh, I actually accidentally went to class like 25 minutes early this morning. Okay, that's what I figured. I was like, Hannah either is there early or she skips. Yeah, which I never intentionally go to class early. I just never bother to check the time before I leave for class. And sometimes (laughs) I get there and I'm late and sometimes I get there and I'm early. (laughs) I finally charged my AirPods, I guess. Good. Um, well, today we walked into Starbucks. Well, I walked into Starbucks. Harley had done there. so previously, so mm-hmm. she was already there. Mm-hmm. And I had my AirPods in. Harley had her AirPods in. I had a Carhartt beanie on. Harley had a Carhartt beanie on. And that's why we have a podcast, everybody. And that's that on that. <laughs> that's that on that. <laughs> All right. See you on Saturday. Hannah's not going to be there. I'll probably be there. I'll be with them. Right no, I, I say I probably will be there. I will be there. Harley <laughs> um, will be there. I have a paper due tomorrow, but Harley told me not to talk about it on the podcast because she said that people don't care. It's true. A, if I had to rate the news, I'd give it a two. Okay. So I won't talk about it. <laughs> so I guess that's that on that. <laughs> All right. Uh, go blue. Go blue. Yeah.